Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by my good friend, Beth, and we will be discussing the 90s classic, Scream. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. Uh, I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Just some scary movie. Like scary movies. Uh huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Someone is playing a deadly game. It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now he's taken his love of fear. Hello. Hello, Sydney. One step too far. Like scary movies. What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs and she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Number one, you can never have sex. Hey, Never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. Give me another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back! You didn't make the rules. Police are always on track, but they watch prom night and save time. He just kills by them. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Don't try to hide. Beth, what's your favorite scary movie? My favorite scary movie is Scream. It is Scream. It is. So out of every every horror movie, it's Scream. One hundred percent. Wait. Okay. So is there anything else that like is in the is in the pipeline that you like, or is it just Scream? Um. Yeah, I think it's just Scream. I'm not a big scary movie horror person, but Scream. Scream does it is for you. Definitely does it for me. And Scream Two. Yes, yeah, Scream Two is my favorite. Out of all of them. Yeah, out of all four screams, Scream hmm. 2 is my favorite. All right. I like Scream 2, but all the rest are bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 I agree. Okay. All right, so the movie was released in 1996. Um, I didn't. I knew it was in 96. I didn't realize it was released five days before Christmas. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so it was released when like Jerry Maguire was released, all these different movies. But it, yeah, December 20th it was released, which I find odd That's for this. That's very odd. Yeah, yeah. So I find that really, really odd. Um, it was supposed to be like kind of a throwaway movie. They didn't think it was going to make any money. Um, like Variety, I read an article yesterday saying that it was like a DOA, like Dead on Arrival, wasn't going to make any money, and that's why they released it around Christmas. Wow. Yeah. So, random. Uh, it was originally titled Scary Movie. Yeah, I don't know if I you knew that. that. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, written by Kevin Williamson over three days while he was like on a pseudo bender in Malibu. Yeah. That's the... I did read Malibu that it was or Palm written. Springs. I can't remember which one, but that's like the rumor. I read I it was written, yeah, very quick. Yeah, yeah, and written as a trilogy, which I also find odd because the third one's terrible. It's so bad. It's, it's so the bad. worst one. Even yeah. four was better than three. Yeah, but four, ooh, but that's a hot take. I don't know about that. You think four is better than three? I do. I think three was really bad. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So let's let's talk about that. Why do you like four better than three? Um, I think because I loved the Scream movies so much and mm-hmm. three was pretty awful that I was just super pumped for four to come out. For four. And I think it was just going to be better in my opinion, regardless. I think I've seen, I've seen three a bunch, uh, you know, it's on Netflix, I think, or it was on Netflix for a while. Mm-hmm. I've seen four just in the theater. And I just remember thinking like, it's really bad. Like all the kids in it are bad. Hayden Panettiere's got a fucked up haircut. Yeah, her hair's really bad. But look, yeah. Gail's bangs in three. I think that yeah. is way worse than for sure. But it's still Gail. It's still Gail Weathers. Yeah, true. Yeah. But like, there's in three. Like Parker Posey's okay. I uh, thought she was the worst. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, I, four. I, I'm trying to remember it, and I I know she comes back to town. Yeah, she on had a, a book. book tour. Yeah, right. And then isn't like one of the Culkins in it? Yeah, and he's, Rory. He I is believe. he the killer? It's, he's yeah. It's him and Emma, right? And Emma. Well, she's the main killer, and the, I think Emma's um, ex boyfriend, the Nico. Oh, the dude from the following. Yes. Yeah, okay. I believe him and the Culkin boy are like the killers. Okay. And then. Emma Roberts is who's Sydney's cousin. She's hmm. like the actual killer who like tried to convince those guys that they were the killer, but she was Nope, you lost me. <laughs> yeah. <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> you lost me. Yeah, I just remember it being like it was kind of convoluted and everything was like the new thing was they were gonna videotape it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. Uh I don't even know how we got off on this tangent. Anyways, uh so obviously directed by the late Wes Craven. Uh, who you know is I guess most popularly known for Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. among other things. Um, budget was fifteen million dollars, and it made one hundred and seventy-three million. So I remember seeing this in '96. I worked at a movie theater; that was my first job, <laughs> and I remember seeing it. And it was funny because I had the job of like making sure people that were under seventeen didn't get to see it. Oh. So I was sixteen, <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, bro, you can't come in. Where's your <laughs> ticket? How old do you know? I go to school with you. I know you're not 17. And I just remember it being, like, I wanted to see it. I saw the trailer. thought it was awesome. And then I remember, like, every week it seemed to get more popular and more popular and more popular and more people started to come. It was, like, selling out, if I remember, like, week after week after week, mm-hmm. which I thought was weird. I had never seen anything like that. Yeah. It, the hype, I think, just week by week got yeah. bigger and bigger as more yeah. people saw it and then more people wanted to go see it right. and trailers. Yeah. Okay. Did you see it in the theater? Do you remember yeah, seeing it? You I did. did. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't know that it was inspired by a real serial killer. I read that recently yeah. too. Yeah, the gang, the the Gainesville Ripper, which yeah. is pretty serious. Um, yeah, so apparently he killed five people in four days, or five students in four days, oh. and then admitted to raping them before he killed them. So good dude. Yeah. Um, like we said, it, it spawned three sequels and then a MTV show, which I've never mm-hmm. seen. I didn't. I've never seen it either. That's like right up your alley. I know. I didn't. like shitty teen shows. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I guess that is right up my alley. Uh, that's but... fine. We all like what we like. Yeah, but no, I never watched it. Really? I, think I would just knew it was going to be so bad that I didn't want it. Yeah, to I don't know anybody ruin... who actually watched it. Yeah, my my perception of screen. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody who watched it. They changed like the didn't they change like the mask and all that all that shit? I think I they think changed so. what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you want to go into the categories? Yeah. Okay. Let's go for it. So obviously the first category category is like what scene will you stop doing what you're doing to watch? Um, this movie has a ton of them. Mm-hmm. A ton. Uh, I think that the first the opening scene is going to be the best scene of the movie. I yeah. think that's probably the best scene maybe ever in, as a as a opening scene for any movie yeah i agree i think it's pretty strong um you know you obviously you have drew barrymore who is billed as like the star of the movie mm-hmm. i think and then obviously not like they kill her within the first 12 minutes of the movie which was one of the first times i, I remember that ever happening yeah yeah that's i i think that's the first time either too yeah she was probably yeah the biggest name in the movie for sure and, and I, I read that she was supposed to be Sydney, mm-hmm. but she decided to take the role of Casey because she wanted to show that like big actresses can hmm. take smaller roles. Hmm. See, because I read that. That's interesting. Because I read that she signed to be Sydney and then had like commitments and couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so then I guess my I what know. I read was probably her cover. Eh, they could <laughs> both be true. It's on the internet, so it's got to be real. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that she, because she signed on, that got Wes Craven to do it. Because oh, they couldn't originally, they offered it to him. He was doing uh, The Haunting, I think, which is a different movie, obviously. And then they offered it to Robert Rodriguez. I mean, I have it later. We were going to talk about it. Well, let's talk about it now. They offered it to Sam Raimi, George Romero, and um, Robert Rodriguez, and they all turned it down. Oh, I didn't and know then that. I guess he got back in Wes Craven because Drew Barrymore was going to star. Oh. Hmm. You know, it's funny when they all the stab movies like the movie within the movie mm-hmm. they in the i think scream four it's stab four a movie by robert rodriguez which is That's funny probably like why, they, yeah. yeah yeah i don't know like i said i don't remember that movie <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we have that we have the opening scene which is pretty violent mm-hmm. i have a i have a question though about the opening scene 
it's always really bothered me. There's a couple different things. One, how does Steve die? There's not enough time for her boyfriend to get butchered and gutted by the time the lights turn off and then turn back on. Yeah, so I happen? don't understand it either. And from behind, like I, I don't know. That's the only thing yeah. I could think was, but I don't know how that would be possible. So yeah, are they both not. killing him at that point? No. So you don't think it is it? It's not Billy and Stu at, at the. I think at the one's same time. on the phone and one's doing the killing. Right. So they're both yeah. involved. Those yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. They're both. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have another. So watch. I've never thought about this. What I'm going to ask you until I just watched it yesterday. Having like being a little more critical. So a random phone call comes in. I've never had that happen to me, especially now. Obviously, it doesn't mm-hmm. happen. But in the '90s, did you ever have a random call come in and then you started talking to somebody? No, never. never right. Would you be okay with that? No. No. Okay. Is that is the equivalent to <laughs> is the equivalent to that like the 2018 equivalent like trying to slide into somebody's DMs? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So like just a creepy ass person like DMing you and mm-hmm. being like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like, that's and fucking then flirting weird. back? No. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that was my biggest problem. It's like, why is she flirting back with it? She, she's openly flirting mm-hmm. with some random. She says she doesn't have a boyfriend. Correct. Like, yeah. Correct. So she's going to die. Mm-hmm. She probably deserves it. <laughs> no? And then poor Steve, man. Just collateral damage. Yep. All right. But it is, right? DMing is like the, the, the version of like Oh, random yeah. Like... Picking up a random phone call. And, okay. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Okay. So the next, the next scene would be uh, when the cast, when you first meet like all the cast and they're sitting at the fountain chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. I think that's a funny scene. Yeah. Because you see is. kind of all of their personalities yep. a little yeah. bit. Um. So, yeah, I just think that's funny. You get to see all of them. Like, obviously, Nev Campbell's super serious. Mm-hmm. Matthew Lillard is Goofy. over the top. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy over the top. Yeah. Rose McGowan. I don't know. Like, I don't know how I... I don't know what you would classify her as in this movie. Yeah, I don't Like, know who that. does she fit, personality-wise? Like, what are they going for? I don't know. Maybe just, like... I don't know. I like think a bitch? Just, yeah, I think she's bitchy how she treats Dewey. Yeah, I think she's just kind well, of the bitch. We'll get to Dewey. Yeah, Dewey deserves sure every will. bit of everything he gets in this fucking movie. <laughs> Deputy Dewey. Fuck out of here. All right, anyway, so I, I really like that scene. Um, they have uh, one of the other scenes that I really, really enjoy, and it's, again, watching it and trying to be more critical this time, was when Sydney first encounters Ghostface on the phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't really ever see, I don't think... Everybody's performances are fine. Nobody's like great. Mm-hmm. I think that the one part that I thought Nev Campbell was really good in was she's talking to him and then he says the line, like, if you hang up on me, you'll die, you'll die like, like your mother. Either. And then you see like her be able to react to that and not say anything. I thought that was a really, yeah. good, really good performance by her in that one scene. Um, then you have the video store scene. Yeah, that's I have that on okay. my list. Yeah. Okay, which is funny. Um, is Randy an awful friend? Jamie no. Kennedy, he's trying to fuck Sydney the whole movie. Well, is, yeah, is Billy not like his so. best friend? No, Billy's not his best mm. friend. They all hang out together. Yeah, but I feel like he's the odd one out. I think it's Stu and Billy that were best friends. Okay, so. Probably, I feel like he's closer to Stu than Billy. Okay, but he's friends with Stu and yeah. friends with Billy. Yeah. But just maybe not great friends with, with Billy? Yeah. So if you're only pseudo friends with Billy, you can try to fuck your friend's significant other? Uh, okay, that's debatable. <laughs> I'm just asking a question because he's clearly trying to like yeah. get at Sydney the whole movie. Yeah. And even be like, yeah, her boyfriend's the murderer. Yeah. Yeah, true, right? So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is it okay? Is he just a bad friend? Yeah, I think you might be right. Okay. And on the flip side, is Stu like the best friend anybody could ever have? Yeah. Because he's just like ride or die, literally. Yeah, exactly. Ride or die. Yeah. He's like, whatever. Yeah, I feel like he didn't ever truly know the motive of the killings he was just down because yeah. billy right or it's peer pressure yeah could be peer pressure <laughs> which he says it's yeah, peer he pressure uh-huh. yeah okay um that's another we'll get into it in a minute <laughs> uh okay so you have the video store scene and then you have randy explains the rules mm-hmm, that's okay on my list do you remember too, the yeah. rules uh i know you can't have sex <laughs> okay. don't say i'll be right back right okay so no sex no drinking. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you can never say, I'll, I'll be, right, be back. right back. Only virgins can do that. Don't you know the rules? What rules? You don't... Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Uh, have an aneurysm, why don't you? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, 
Number one, you can never have sex. Big no no, big no. Sex equals death. Okay. Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. It's a sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three. Never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Oh! You see, you push the laws, and you end up dead. Which are the rules are not right. They're not, they're they're not, not accurate. Right. No. So they base the rules off of Halloween, right? The original mm -hmm. movie, that's what they're watching. Yeah. Which, I, that's one of the reasons I love this movie, is because it's the first... From what I can remember, the first like self-aware horror movie, mm -hmm. where they're actually referencing other, other horror, horror movies. So it's it's very like self-aware. There's a whole meta thing going on. Anyways, I know you're not a big Halloween fan. Mm -hmm. So Jamie Lee Curtis is the original Scream Queen, or what they call Last Girl. So that is the person that makes it all the way through the horror movies. Mm -hmm. Usually attractive, whatever, younger. They usually make it all the way through. She's the original. So they lead you to believe that Randy's basing his rules off of the Halloween mm. movie, right? She smokes pot in that movie. Oh. Yeah. And then she makes it. And then yeah. everything else is built off of, like all other horror movie kind of last girls are built off of Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode. So yeah, his rules are wrong. Yeah. Right yeah. off the bat. Seems like kind of a big... Disappointed. Yeah, it seems like a big kind of faux pas by yeah. them, but hey, whatever. That's a big miss. Yeah. I still like it. Yeah. All right, um, and then you have just kind of the, the ending, like the big reveal. Yeah. It's a long From the scene. the minute Billy reveals basically that he's the killer That's yeah yeah as soon as like she opens the door and he falls down the stairs and yeah. then he goes into his whole overacting of i'm an actual <laughs> yeah. sociopath he refers to himself as a psychopath yeah. he's actually a sociopath yeah because he's self-aware mm -hmm. okay so you have any scenes that you that i left out because i know you love this movie um i think tatum in the garage too it's a very quick scene <laughs> but i think the minute you see her walk in you're okay. gonna stop and watch because you know where it's gonna go oh i thought That's... you meant because of her boobs <laughs> oh yeah those high beams are <laughs> Okay. On point. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, that's the only <laughs> other one I had. Okay, yeah, that's a good scene. Yeah. It's a creative way to do it. Yeah. I just, I'm I'm convinced that's not possible. Oh, yeah, I don't think There's so no way that garage door is lifting her up stop. in the air. Yeah. And then if it does, it's not literally like crushing her to yeah. death. Yeah. What is, what is she trying to go through, a doggy door? Yeah, it's you a doggy door. You ever seen a doggy door on a garage, garage door? No. Never. Where's the dog going to go? Yeah, just to the front outside. And just I mean, run. they live in the middle of nowhere, which is another issue I have. But yeah, where yeah. The, where's the dog going? Their dog's gone at that point. Yeah, why would you no. give it that access? Where's his parents? The, well, yeah, that's one of my big problems. Okay, with the, where are all the, the fucking parents? That's yep. Okay, where are all the black people? That's my other problem. Okay. Oh my gosh, we are <laughs> okay, one so, and the same on this. All right, so what's your favorite scene? Um, my favorite scene is I think the opening. Because of Drew Barrymore? Scene. Well, you know I love Drew, but right. no, I just biased. think it's, yeah, no, I think it's just a, the setup. <laughs> yeah. The whole setup to the movie. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I think that's the best. Like I said, it's strong. That If that scene doesn't work, I don't think the, kind of the whole movie works. Yeah. Because it sets up kind of how, how, um, how much of a psychopath or sociopath, whoever Ghostface yeah. is at that point is. I mean, he, he fucks her up. And then the. The creepy, creepy part is... I mean, there's a bunch of creepy parts to me in that scene, but the creepiest... Well, there's two. The creepiest part is when he's dragging her and mm -hmm. her parents can hear her and she can't talk. Oh, yeah. The second creepiest part is when he's like, I want to know who I'm looking at. Yeah. Oh, that's super creepy. Yeah. Don't you just hang up at that point and then yeah. like, I don't know. Call 911. Do something. Yeah. Like, where are these, how are they living in the middle of nowhere? I All know. these people. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's... All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I just have... So apparently that scene caused them to get an N7, NC-17 originally. Mm -hmm. That, and then also it said the, the Billy and Stu stabbing each other scene. Yeah. Which I've never read that, and that he had to recut the movie essentially eight times and send it in because of that, Wes Craven. Yeah, so know that. knowing that, when you watch the scene where they're stabbing each other, it's weird yeah. knowing that. Because they cut, make weird cuts. Like, you can hear them stabbing each other, but you just see Nev Campbell's face. You can't face. see it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never knew that. I knew it was NC-17 and then yeah. went down to R, but yeah. I didn't know. Which I don't think that that movie's very violent now. Maybe it's the whole, you know, Damien thinks I'm desensitized. See, that, I was, that was one of my questions I was yeah. going to ask you. I know your whole debate on the Halloween episode about sure. gore. And mm -hmm. I'm with you. Like, the definition of gore is totally weak. 
But do you think this movie is gory? I think it has gory parts. Okay, yeah. I, I think the Stu I part think, is pretty gory, yeah. or the uh, Steve part is yeah. pretty gory. Hanging uh, Casey. I think the Hanging Casey, yeah. but they do a good job with that where he uses the kind of like um, the fast zoom. Mm-hmm. So you don't really see her that much. Yeah. And it's clearly not really a person. Like it's clearly, you know, prosthetics yeah. and, and a fake body. I mean, there's certain parts where I had kind of turned my head still, like even when like Sydney sticks her finger in Billy's knife wound. I think that's oh, cringeworthy. Bullet wound. <laughs> bullet bullet wound. wound yeah, 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 bullet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that part's for me is just like pretty, <laughs> pretty not possible. Yeah. Like you just randomly are like, oh, plug the hole. Um, no, I think it, it has parts that are gory, but I think overall, like, again, like the Saw movies, things like that, if those aren't catching an N17, NC-17, I don't know how this is yeah. at that time, but I guess it's 96, yeah, so it's different. Yeah, 90s, yeah. Pretty bad. We're all desensitized. Damien's right. <laughs> okay, um, so the next category, unless you have anything you want to add. No. Okay. The next category would be best performance. Again, I think I enjoy this movie a lot. Uh, I don't think anybody's like the best thing ever in this movie. Um but I think Nev Campbell is really good as Sydney. Courtney Cox is Gail, I yeah. think. Um, I think that Jamie Kennedy as Randy is is really good in it. Um, kind of annoying. And I find him very annoying now. So it's hard for me to be like yeah. how great he was. Uh, and then I think Matthew Lillard is fantastic. Um, My first yeah. answer is Matthew Lillard okay. as Stu. And then followed by Nev and Courtney. Okay. How is Matthew Lillard... How did he not end up being a bigger movie star? I don't understand either. Yeah, mm-hmm. he... Can, I would have thought. Can you name anything else he's been in? Like Scooby Doo. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. like a, okay. probably about it. Nothing else that I can think of off the top of my head. No. Yeah, I can only think of like Scooby Doo. Oh, Mad Love, another Drew movie, of course, which nope. is one of my favorites. Never seen that. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. He he was in that shitty movie with Dax and uh, um, Seth Green. That Seth Green. Without yeah. A paddle. Was it that I one? thought it was Upshore, but it, I think oh, you were. I know. I think it's. I think it's Upshore without a paddle. Okay. And then he was in a uh, um, Summer's Catch with Freddie oh, Prinze Jr., yeah, which is yeah. an abomination of a movie. Obviously, uh, fun fact: now that you bring him up, I read that Freddie Prince Freddie Prince Jr. auditioned to be Stu. How boring would that? No, have Freddie been? Prince Jr. is awful. So yeah, yeah, that would have been so bad. Yeah, I, well, I mean, just look at how. Oh God. Okay, so I feel like this movie and I know what you did last summer are kind of like the '90s, mm-hmm. the thing you think of for teen movies yeah. in the '90s. For, for horror movies. They can't, in my opinion, can't be more different. Oh, yeah. I know I what agree. you did last summer is not good. Not at, at all. all. <laughs> and it's a big reason is you have like wet blanket Jennifer Love Hewitt, who's mm-hmm. awful. Sarah Michelle Gellar, I'm just not a fan. Freddie Prince Jr., he can't act his way out of like a paper He's bag. horrible. And then Ryan Philippi, or Philippe, I don't know how, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say his last name. I don't know what he's doing in that movie. Yeah. He's just like ultra douchebag, rager, like on steroids, and he's awful. Yeah, I that movie agree. sucks. It's bad, yeah. So anybody who compares these movies, I'm not a fan. <laughs> no, at all. So don't compare them, or we can't talk. Okay, so you would think Matthew. You think Matthew the Lillard, best performance, but we yeah. can't figure out why he's not a bigger star. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it at all. Okay, uh, so then we're gonna go into the worst performance. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so. <sighs> Go, what were you gonna say before I? Cause I know, you just get a big I think sigh. I know where you're going, but there's two. But go ahead. Yeah, I I have. I think one of mine is is one of yours, okay. David Arquette. Okay. I just think he was, I don't know, over the top, playing up the you know, so Barney Fife. Okay. So is it David Arquette's performance? Like, do they? So here's my question. It's it's for me. It would be I have two: David Arquette and Skeet Ulrich. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is David Arquette, was he told to act this way? Was he, was he, is the director, was Wes Craven like giving him direction on how to act this way? Or is he just a terrible actor no, in general? I don't think he's terrible. I think he was told okay. to act this way and play it up. Is he playing just David Arquette? Because I think David Arquette's yeah, a fucking weirdo. I do too. And I think right. he's a shit actor. You yeah. look at the, and it's not, okay, I apologize. Not that he's a shit actor. He just plays himself, I think, yeah. in everything. Like, his character on Friends is not that far off from Dep- Deputy Dewey. Yeah, that's so true. I never thought okay. about that. And he has yeah. a creepy mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Hate that mustache. Hate the mustache. But I think that what he's doing is more, I think Wes Craven wanted him to do that for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah, I would agree. I, For me, the worst performance is Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. I he's terrible in this movie. That, yeah. He's terrible. Like, 
how do you not watch the movie and from and I didn't I've never thought this until recently, but how do you watch it and not think right off the bat like, yep, he's the killer? Yeah. Because he's creepy as fuck the whole mm-hmm. movie. He gives looks the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like they don't try to hide it. No. He's doing like a like a two bit Johnny Depp impersonation. Yeah. He's not Johnny Depp. He's got fucked up hair. Like I just don't get it. Yeah. They try to throw you off, obviously, with the, you know, phone call while he's in jail. Mm-hmm. But I've read that that was planned. Like okay. that I think Kevin Williamson has said that they planned for him to drop the cell phone. Of course. Get yeah, caught. Yeah. yeah. So they try to throw you off that he's the killer, but he still acts like he would. He's be the just, killer. or he's just really creepy. Yeah. Like the fact that, I mean, the whole, all he wants to do is, again, have sex with Sydney. Mm-hmm. That's his motivation, the whole movie. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, your mom just died a year ago. Like, get over it. He's just, he's yeah. either, he's either the killer or he's just an awful person. Yeah. Or he's both. Okay. Yeah, he's both for sure. <laughs> and I just, I can't, for whatever reason, his performance, it always throws me off. Yeah. Because it's no, like Matthew Lillard, there's like some nuances to it, even though he's really, really going for it. Mm-hmm. Like he's over the top, but over the top in a good way. Skeet Ulrich is just, I don't know. He just read the script and he's like, oh, he's a serial killer you know, sociopath, let me, mm-hmm. this is how I, exactly how I need to act. And there's nothing that sets him apart from anybody yeah. else. And then he just takes it up like tenfold when they, the big reveal. And then I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Okay. And then the whole, when he's yelling and screaming and throwing stuff at Matthew Lillard and he's like, yell- <laughs> yeah. it just, it's just, I don't buy any of it. Yeah. I'm like, you're upset. This whole thing's upset because your mom had an affair and left. Mm-hmm. I really? know. Yeah. Speaking of that, how does... How does Nev Campbell not never doesn't know her mom's just like a whore fucking all these dudes around yeah, the city? Yeah, I don't like, how understand does nobody, that either. It's a little city by all accounts. How does nobody know that? I don't know. Yeah, I have. You got nothing. I got. I don't know yeah, how don't know. she wouldn't know. You would think she would because people talk. Obviously, it's a yeah. small town. How? No, no that... social media at that point. Yeah, I guess not. Not sliding in DMs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, just calling random numbers. Yeah, just calling random numbers, trying to get trying to get somebody to answer. <laughs> all right. So then we go into the Jamie Foxx Award for overacting. Um, I think there's only one person, mm-hmm. and it's Matthew Lillard. Mm-hmm. But I don't care because I love it still. Yeah, it's so good. It's but it's just he gives he gives great face. Does uh-huh. that make sense? Like yeah, the shit he pulls with his face is just is fantastic. Yeah. All right. All right. Do you have anybody else you want to add to that? Um. No, I think you got it. Okay. All right. Um. So then we do uh, we we go into who did the the most with the least amount of screen time. So I think that the, the two people would be Drew Barrymore or Roger Jackson, who plays Ghostface. Yeah, the voice. Yeah, I had Drew. Okay, and then I also had Jamie Kennedy because he's not on for very long. Right? Yeah, but he's like one of the main six people. Yeah, right? true. Yeah. Okay, so I yeah I'd say Drew. I would I okay so I tried to look at it critically again. So Drew is I think the easy choice because mm-hmm. it's so good. But like if if Roger Jackson doesn't give the performance without ever seeing him, like all you get is his voice, the affliction in his voice, everything. If he doesn't do as well as he does, the movie probably doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right? Yeah. So, but you you you're going with Drew. Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. with Drew again. <laughs> All right. Um. So we're just gonna go into a little bit of uh, internet research here again because it's on the internet. It has to be true. Yeah. We talked about it. Drew Barrymore was originally cast as Sydney, but couldn't do it based on two different stories that we read. <laughs> Either one could be true. Neither could be true. I don't know. Um, and again, we, we referenced the directors that were going to be, that were offered the film that didn't take it. Um, Gail Weathers was originally offered to both Brooke Shields and Janine Garofalo. Yeah, I read, I didn't read Brooke, but I read about Janine. Uh, which I don't think either one would work. I don't either. Yeah. And then Courtney Cox wanted it because she wanted to play like a bitchy character so she wasn't typecast as Monica. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that, but whatever. Uh-huh. Like Monica's fantastic. I love Monica. All right. She does good. I think she does really well as, as Gail. Yeah, I do too. Um, again, I think I think we mentioned it. Skeet Ulrich was, uh, was cast because he was like tapped as the next Johnny Depp. Yeah. And Johnny Depp made his, his uh, acting debut in, in Nightmare on Elm Street, the original yeah. one. Yeah. That was Wes Craven's movie. Um, but he's not Johnny Depp. Not at all. Because that, uh, you know, in the mid '90s, Johnny Depp is not the movie star he is, but is a much better actor then than he is now. Because I don't think he's a good actor anymore, mm-hmm. but he was at that point. Um, also, I read randomly, and I don't know if it's true because I found I, I had to dig deep in the wormhole for this. The guy who played Steve auditioned for Billy, didn't get it, but they're like, "Hey, we have a 
we have a role call, you know, for a guy named Steve. He's going to be Drew Barrymore's boyfriend. And oh, he was I like all in. That. And then dude doesn't get to say one word. <laughs> yeah. Not a word. I think his, his mouth is taped over too, Yeah, right? it is taped. Awesome. He does speak a little bit, which I'll, I'll bring up later. Does he? Yeah. I don't remember him speaking. I just remember like... It's, it's muffled, but you can hear hmm. what he's saying. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, and then we, we mentioned uh, Wes Craven had to send eight cuts to the... Uh, the MPAA for uh, ratings because they kept giving it an NC-17 for, for graphic violence, more specifically because of the opening scene and the scene where Billy and Stu stab themselves. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add? Um, no. No, I think you covered no? a lot of the stuff I researched. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so then we go into things that don't hold up well. Yes. We um, dis- we yeah. discussed one briefly. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, video stores. Like... Oh, yeah, I didn't They're all, think of that one. When you look at it on a set, and they, they reference it like why it's so popular that night is because everybody's... So this is a plot hole for me, okay? They go in. Jamie Kennedy's working. Stu, Matthew Lillard goes in. He's like, eh, why the hell are there so many people here tonight? And then Jamie Kennedy's like, oh, we had to run on, on horror movies because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. The, mo- the, the store is packed, right? If you watch it, it's packed. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's because of the curfew, right? Oh, yeah. But then... Why, so there's, why are all these parents also letting their kids go to this party that Stu is throwing? Yeah. More so, no social media, no Facebook, no Instagram, Twitter, whatever, no MySpace at that Mm -hmm. time. How do they all know that the party's going on uh, like four hours after school? Yeah. Well, I mean, they show the part where Stu's like spreading the word. He's talking, yeah, but (laughs) there's like 200 people at the party, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they... It's just, a movie, it's a, I guess. I get it. It's a movie, but I'm just... <laughs> yeah, that doesn't hold up. You're uh-huh, right. All right. Um, <laughs> why are parents letting that's my their kids concern. after a curfew where there's a killer on the loose go to a party where there's no parent? Who's killing Students. teenagers? Yeah. Right. I don't... My kid probably just wouldn't leave the house. Not, no. They wouldn't even go to school. No. Why are there no, why are there no cops at school? Mm-hmm. Like Dewey's going to protect everybody? Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, they, they don't know, obviously, that the killer, spoiler alert, is one of the students, but yeah. like... Okay. Regardless. Doesn't work. No. Doesn't work for me. Um, no ring cameras. Like everybody has a ring mm-hmm. camera on their door now. <laughs> you just you just look to see who's outside. No, yeah. nobody's there. No, you're not actually in front of my house. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Um, cloning a cell phone. Was that ever actually a thing? I don't think it was a thing. It was in movies more I think, right. than okay. actually being a thing that could happen. And then Billy's creepy ass dad says, what are you doing with the cell phone anyways? Or was that the cop? I can't remember if that's the cop, but he's talking it's the to the cop. Yeah. Okay, but he's he's, in, he's interrogating the dad and and Billy. Um, everybody has cell phones, but at that time he's like, "What are you doing with a cell phone?" Yeah. Like that wouldn't be asked now. No, that wouldn't be asked now because everybody has them. You ever notice how creepy Billy's dad is in that movie? Yeah, he's creepy. His eyebrows. And he's got weird hair. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why. First of all, your wife left you because you're a creeper. Yeah. Uh, second of all, because. I mean, that's why your, your son is so creepy. Creep. Yeah. 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 All right, so the last thing I have is lack of diversity. Yes, that's on my list too. Okay, so there are no, nobody but white people. Is this nobody. like some utopia, like white city where like nobody else lives? Like what the fuck? Yeah, I guess so, but I don't. I mean, they, they corrected that in the second one. Yeah, and the third one. Right. But I think in four, there's only white people too. Yeah, I don't know. Again, four doesn't really, <laughs> I don't really recognize four because I don't remember shit about it. But yeah, one, there's, there's no, like None. nobody. No other ethnicity aside from Yeah. It's white. like, it's pretty glaring. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, this is in 96. It's not like, we're not talking about the 60s. Yeah. So, right. yeah, it's so, so random to me. So what's, what's your, what's your winner for what doesn't hold up the best? So we have video stores, no ring cameras, uh, cloning cell phones or lack of cell phones and the diversity. I think the diversity. Yeah, for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. Um, so then we go into uh, things that do hold up well. Like what, what, what can you see? What's in that movie that today you would see in movies? Um, so I have the cast. I mean, I think the cast overall holds up pretty well. You still see most of them in little things at least. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's a pretty good looking cast. I know yeah. that sounds ridiculous, but like they're all, they're all pretty good looking kids. Yeah. Um, you kind of have just the overall like the movie in general. I don't think there's anything that's glaring that you're like, no, that doesn't work. It still all holds up for the most yeah. part really well. And then I think the winner of the movie and what holds up the best is Ghostface. 
Yeah. Like that costume. Yeah. You still see that costume all over the place. Yep. It's insti- instantly recognizable with mm-hmm. this movie. Um, it's on all like the, the promotional stuff. Um, yeah. So that's all I got. You got anyone? Yeah. No, that's what I had. I said pretty much everything as a whole <laughs> would okay. hold up. That movie could be made today, obviously changing a few technological things right. and the diver- diversity, but I think that movie could be put out today okay. and still work. So what do you think? What's the, what's the one though? Um, Ghostface. Ghostface? Yeah. All right. No, I agree. I agree. I think it would be Ghostface. I have a couple questions though. Mm-hmm. So I know we're, we're pushing along pretty fast here, but I, I just have, I want to slow down a couple questions. One of the things, again, watching it, being critical, Sydney goes and she stays with Dewey and, and uh, Tatum. Tatum's family for the night because her dad's out of town, which is, I think, obviously, real quick, I think that's weird too that her dad leaves on the anniversary of her mother dying. It's mm-hmm. only been a year. Like, hey, dad, maybe stay at home and like comfort your daughter. Yeah. Anyways, you know that she just tried to get murdered. She almost got murdered by Ghostface. He calls her. Some random dude calls your house, Tatum mom. <laughs> and then you're just like, ah, I don't know who it is. Here's the phone. Like, your son is a cop. First of all, why does the son still live at home? He's 25. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Second of all, why are you giving a fucking 16-year-old the phone when you know she almost just got murdered by some dude on the phone? And you're saying, oh, I don't know who it is, mm-hmm. sweetie. Here, just take the call. Yeah. 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 Maybe do a little bit of research, lady. Yeah. Like, hey, who is this? Mask who this is? No, she's not here. Like, maybe don't tell random people on the phone that, yeah, the girl that you just tried to kill is actually staying at my house. Yeah. I mean... Maybe because if at this time they're assuming it's Billy and they know he's in jail, she's not suspect that it's the killer calling. But hmm. yeah, I still think she sh- hmm. shouldn't just be like, I don't know who it is. Just pick it up. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, we haven't talked about Henry Winkler. No. At all. He's great. <laughs> is he? Yes. Okay. So I was convinced when I, was, when I first saw the movie that Henry Winkler was the killer until he oh, gets really? killed. Yeah, yeah. I was convinced. Um. He goes zero to 100 real fast with those two kids. <laughs> he does. Like, real fast. Yeah. And then what the fuck is up with the scissors? Yeah. He pulls out scissors that are like 12 inches long. Yeah. Why? He, wh- where were you getting scissors like that yeah. for? Yeah. Where do you need those for? And what were you going to do with them? That's, that's yeah. the question. Well, I mean, it looks like he's going to fucking shank some kids. And then that creepy part where he puts the mask on and is looking in the mirror. Yeah, he's got some weird yeah. thing going on. But... I, my biggest concern is where's the rage coming from? Yeah. And then where do you get these scissors? Yeah. They're just on his desk, like in like the pencil <laughs> holder, and they're legit 12-inch like metal shears. And the sound so, effects when he pulls them out. Yeah, and then he's, yeah, the, when he's clanking them, yeah. I, 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 just, my I got best, problems. My favorite line of his is over the intercom uh, when he's talking about the curfew, and he says, remember, kids, your principal loves you. Yeah, he's a creep. Yeah. He kind of is creepy. Yeah. And then did you know, so I don't know if you remember, he goes out like when someone's knocking on his door, and he looks, and there's the janitor mm-hmm. who's dressed like Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? It's Wes. Okay, Freddy I didn't know if you yeah. knew that. Okay, yeah, so it's the director. But I don't Freddy. think he was in the other ones. I don't, I don't, I don't know... I probably should have looked it up. I don't know if he directed yeah, all the other ones. Yeah, I was just going to say that too. Maybe he directed the why, second one for sure. I don't yeah, know if he directed I don't three. remember him having a cameo in that one, and I would have thought and, he would have. Yeah, and then I think he had something to do with four, and then he passed away shortly after four. I think yeah. he died in 2015. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then my, my other thing that, that always, it's a thought that I have, and it's, follow me here. So I don't know if it makes any sense. 1990s, every movie that's coming out horror-wise is either straight to like VHS, no DVDs at the time. Look it up, kids. Um, sequels or like TV horror movies, which are the, the worst. Mm-hmm. So this comes out, right? It's it's like a movement. It's crazy. Makes a ton of money. Didn't think it was going to be popular. It's a horror movie, obviously. But is it also a teen movie? Meaning like prior to this, you had like the 80s teen movies, right? Breakfast Club, all of those iconic movies. Then you don't really have anything for a little while. You have smaller movies like Sandlot, things like that, that are like coming-of-age movies. But you don't have teen movies. This comes out, and then after this, like all these other teen movies come out for a solid like eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. You know, you have like She's All That. You have all those like shitty teen movies, 10 Things I Hate About You, not shitty, but still mm-hmm. teen. Did this regenerate or revigorate, I guess is the right word, horror movies and then some like subculture or some sub-genre teen movies like did this create both of those yeah i think it did okay because it has the horror and then it's a group of teenagers it's also about them and school and their friendship and yeah i definitely think it did yeah getting into trouble smoking weed yeah drinking yeah promiscuous 
PG thirteen movie. What did he say? We had a solid PG thirteen. Yeah, and she says she no. She says, "Would you settle for a PG 13 Yeah, and he's such a creep. I know he he's is. super creepy. <laughs> he's like, I, I just watching it again. He, Billy Loomis is creepy as yeah. fuck, and Skeet Ulrich is creepy. Yeah, he is. His mouth creeps me out. His mouth creeps his you teeth. out. Teeth, something. It's, it's weird. He like, just looks dirty. He looks like he smells yeah, bad. His hair look definitely looks dirty. Yeah, he just looks like he smells. Yeah. Does he look like that like still? He still does. Yeah. On Riverdale. He's on Riverdale. Yeah. Nobody does. watches that, <laughs> except for you. <laughs> Not true. Everybody watches that, but I don't watch it. All right. So we'll go into the next category, which is most memorable line. This is one of my favorite categories. Um, this movie has a ton of one-liners, and I think they're they all work really well. Nothing is like cringeworthy. I don't think. Yeah. But these are just some of my favorites. I'm sure. I hope you have some different ones because there's so many different ones. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to yeah. add like a ton. <laughs> um, so you have. Uh, what do you want? I want to see what your insides look like. Creepiest line mm-hmm. ever. It's not my favorite, but it's like memorable. I'm never going to use that in my my normal day to day life. No. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite scary movie? Mm-hmm. Um, Hello, Sydney. Yeah. I can't do it like like Ghostface, but you get it. Um, it's called Tact Fuck Rag. which I have used multiple times in my life. I love that line. Um, You fucking hit me with the phone, dick. Oh my gosh, I love that (laughs) line. Right, right. And then my mom and dad are going to be so mad. Oh yeah, that line. And again, those are just because of how Matthew Lillard, who's the big winner of this podcast, how Matthew Lillard delivers those um, are fantastic. What do you have? I'm sure you have different ones. Yeah, um, I have. If you hang up on me again, you'll die just like your mother. If you hang up on me, you'll die just like your mother. Right. Do you want to die, Sydney? And then I have a lot of Billy lines because I do like, but I know you can't stand him. Let's but, hear it. Um, oh, this is probably my favorite line of the movie. I already uh, know. I, I know where you're going. <laughs> that woman was a slut bag whore who flashed her shit all over town like she was Sharon Stone or something. But she was no Sharon Stone. She was no, let's face it, Sid, your yeah. mother was no Sharon Stone. Yeah. So that's a duo line from, from yeah. Billy and Stu. Okay. Um, movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. But he's not a psycho. He's a sociopath. He's a sociopath, but that's fine. <laughs> and then, and I know this is a Billy quoting another movie, but I love just how he says we all go a little mad sometimes. Yeah, and I see. It's Norman I... Bates, psycho, but I just, I love, it's mainly not even the line or how he delivers it, but it's just the fact that that's the big reveal. Right. That he's the killer, or one right. of the killers. Yeah, no, I, I get that. My problem, it's a great line. My problem is 100% how he delivers it. Yeah. Because he, he's... You're supposed to believe that he's like, you know, it just doesn't work. You're supposed to believe that like a, this whole time he's been conning everybody. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're already creepy and you just took it up like two notches. Yeah. So it's a great line. Yeah. Um, he's not Norman Bates. That's like, no. he's obviously supposed to be quoting yeah. uh, Anthony Perkins, but it just, I don't know. doesn't work for me, but I understand why it's popular. Mm-hmm. So out of all of those, I think obviously I know it's your favorite. It's the Sharon, Sharon yeah, Stone. Yeah, Slutbag Okay. All right. I get it. Mine's. Mine's a, uh, it's called tact. Fuck yeah. yeah uh, I've said I that. could definitely see you use yeah. that. I've probably heard you use that. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And then again, I, I love the, you hit me with the phone, dick. And then, uh, <laughs> Fucking hit me in the head with the phone, yeah, dick. Yeah. And then my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is a lot. I have, I have one last category. Do you have anything you want to add? Um, to any of those questions or? Just in general. Um, yeah. I, one thing that. I did research on it okay. after I had already had my answers, but trying to figure out who kills who, like who is ghost-faced, in, like Stu or Billy, in what scene and who's carrying out which act. Okay. So your question is, in each scene that Ghostface appears in or makes a phone call or whatever, between the two of them, is it both of them that are that are actually in the costume or is one in the costume? Who's on the phone? Like that's yeah. your... Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, the only one right off the bat that I, I mean, I haven't given that any thought. I've never looked at it that way, but it's really super interesting. Uh, the only one I can think of right off the top of my head is when Sydney, when Ghostface attacks Sydney the first time. And obviously at the end of the scene, Billy comes through the window and drops the phone. And then mm-hmm. you're like big reveal. Oh my God, it's actually Billy or you think it is. Obviously that would be Stu would I'm assuming be in the costume mm-hmm. and then Billy would be on the phone. Yeah. But yeah. besides that, I haven't really given any thought, but that's interesting. Um, so yeah, I gave it a lot of thought and I 
wrote down who I thought was what, and then I did some research and read other people's opinions. And okay. most, I mean, and some of it has been confirmed by Kevin Williamson. Okay. But I was pretty spot on on most of them. I just never, for some reason, it never crossed my mind that it would have been both of them at the same time, one on the phone, one in costume. I just always assumed, okay, one did this, one did that. But obviously so you think they were, they were independent of each other? Like I had thought that at first, but okay. now it, I realize that they did some of them together. Okay, so I mean, let's go through it. So you have the mm-hmm. first scene of the mm-hmm. movie, and that's obviously the first time you talk, you see Ghostface. Obviously, they're two separate. One's on the phone, one's yeah. do, running around the house acting crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, also, real quick, because I actually wanted to bring this up. I'm glad you th- you, you mentioned it. It sparked my memory. Uh, that fucking vo- voice changer is f- bullshit. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whole movie hinges on these dudes being able to transform their voice <laughs> and you see it at the end the first time sydney uses it like that shit doesn't work mm-hmm. it doesn't you don't sound like ghostface no okay <laughs> all right so the first scene is obviously both of them yeah then when do you when do you see him again when when sydney and him when she, he confronts sydney in the house the first time yes yeah, and Sydney's we talked first about attack, that that's Billy both. on the phone Stu doing the attack right. yeah i think that's probably the easiest one to figure out yeah so then you see them again when? You see them in the in the school. Yeah, so the bathroom. But you don't, there's no phone, there's no voice. Yeah. You just, he's in the stall. So yeah. that could be either one So of that's them. what my, in my head I said, either one. Oh, it's not. Because Billy, she runs into Billy at the end. Yeah. So it's Stu. Well, online, everybody, all these, you know, people who are dissecting it, they still, they think it's still a student pulling a prank because Ghostface wearing black pants. Billy's wearing jeans and Stu's wearing brown pants. There's no knife. Mm. So they think it was just probably a student still pulling a prank. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, 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 I mean, if we're going to ignore all the other inconsistencies Mm -hmm. of the movie, but then give this inconsistently (laughs) inconsistent part, like some credibility, that makes sense. Okay. Um, then you have the scene where they kill the principal. Yes. Okay. That could be either one of them, right? Yeah, um, that's what I I had too originally, but after online um, researching online, people think that Billy killed him because that's when Stu was outside inviting you know two hundred people to his party. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Then you have they see him in the ice cream or the the grocery store, mm-hmm. and then you see them outside of Tatum's house. Yeah. Those those are almost two like right after each other. Yeah. People assume that's Billy both times. Or it could be somebody playing a prank. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Because it would take some balls just to be like running around as the actual killers. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're not going to kill him in the grocery yeah. store. So yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then the last time you see him is at the big the big reveal at the end when he's, you know, try, he kills Gail Weathers' cameraman, which we haven't talked to. We never gave that guy any love. Yeah, I had, he, he was on my sh- my long list of uh, people who did the most with the, All right. the least. All right, I don't know his name. The so, character or the actor? Either. Oh, Kenny was the character. Oh, okay. the oh yeah, Kenny, Kenny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get your fat ass up, Kenny, right? Yeah. And she tell him, like, Move when I tell you. Move your fat tub of lard ass now. <laughs> yeah. She's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's. We yeah. didn't talk about Leah Shriver either. No, we didn't. See, he's hardly in this one. He's only on camera in his jumpsuit. He doesn't talk at all. It's just showing video of the arrest. Yeah, yeah. You don't, he, in two, he. Yeah. And then obviously at that point, he's not Leah Shriver. Like, he's not. You're, yeah, you don't know, nobody. He's like a nobody. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we miss Tatum though. I think she's before oh, the Gale. Oh, yeah. well, that yeah, that's, that's in that Billy. whole that's that whole like the the end scene. Yeah, like, that that's all thing. one big scene, yeah. and he he's in it a lot. You think that's Billy? It, it yeah, it has to be because it's right before he shows up to the party. Oh, and and she's like he doesn't Stu have like the Hugh Hefner like smoking yes, jacket? Yes, he's at the door yeah. watching. And when Billy shows up, people pointed out that he gives Stu a look and a nod, kind of basically to say it's done. Like he took care of Tatum. That's Hmm. what the dissection Tatum didn't need to die I know I don't know what like she's pretty harmless yeah I think Stu just he I mean he killed his ex yeah you know okay and now his girlfriend I guess yeah I don't know okay um yeah so that's I think that's all of them right for the most part yeah because then I think the rest is Stu because Billy's upstairs faking that he's dead because obviously it's Stu or that smashing Billy and or he's having sex have after the, or Sydney after they had sex and yeah. then he's um but there's some controversy on Dewey's stab because right after Dewey comes outside and he's stabbed in the back, because it could have been Billy because he was in the house, even though Billy was upstairs faking right. dead. Um, it could have been him because like five seconds after that is when Stu and Randy come running up hmm. to the front door. So how could Stu have stabbed Dewey and then ran yeah, out well, that quick? Well, Billy, I mean, he's just up. Nobody's confirming he's up there yeah, faking his death. Yeah, exactly. So he could have stabbed Dewey and ran back upstairs and interesting 
All right. Well, I mean, I think we pretty much nailed them. The internet might be right on these. Yeah. Or they could all be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, Kevin Williamson did confirm that it was um, Stu who physically killed Casey and Steve and then Billy was on the phone. That makes sense. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, again, I, I would assume it was both of them. I, I don't know how you would figure out which one was which. Yeah. I think because Casey was Stu's ex and she cheated on him with Steve and that's why they broke up. So he had the vendetta mm. to actually physically want it. And at the, you know, after when he's killing Casey and she reaches for the mask and you can tell she pulls it off, basically her facial facial reaction. But she could know either one of them. Yeah, right? that's what a lot of people were, people I mean, been back and forth on that on the internet. They kind of, they kind of allude to that like, Billy's the the most attractive dude in school. So like yeah. everybody's going to be like, oh, it's dirty Johnny Depp. Yeah. People okay. on the internet are very, are very dissective. They are down to the fact that when Stu kills, he only stabs once. When Billy kills, he stabs multiple times. So that's how you hmm. can tell the kills apart. Hmm. Also, when they're stabbing each other, Stu only stabs Billy once and Billy stabs Stu multiple times. Well, I mean, they make it pretty clear that that Billy is the is the sociopath. Yeah. And Stu, obviously, there's something wrong with him, but yeah. is very impressionable. Follower. And yeah. he's just, for whatever reason, like going along with it. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of like Stockholm Syndrome almost with that. Yeah. I have, I have some issues with... And I've had issues with this forever, but I just kind of let it go because I love the movie so much. The whole premise is that there, there's no motives. Motives are so... This is the millennial, mm-hmm. right? This is millennium. This millennium. is the millennium. We don't need motives. But you talk about all this, and then he, the Billy has a fucking motive. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't like the fact that they bring it up, they bring it up, and he even brings it up, but yeah, then he, he has a motive. So I don't, I don't, that's always really bothered me because it would be better if they didn't have a motive Mm -hmm. but like Stu doesn't have a motive no he doesn't and so I I have a note on this and one of the questions I was going to ask you is do you think that Stu knew Billy's motive because when no yeah the look on his face he doesn't know yeah yeah, exactly so I think Billy's whole premise and getting Stu to go along with this was that there was no motive but he did secretly have that yeah motive obviously there's some there's some holes with that too Mm -hmm. like why would you pick Sydney's mom out of everybody yeah you know that doesn't really make sense if you don't have a motive. Like, she's yeah, really the exactly. only adult you've killed. You've killed all other, uh, with the exception, I guess, of Henry Winkler, but he mm-hmm. was kind of a necessity at that point. You've killed, like, all high school kids or people you've known. So to randomly pick a middle-aged woman just seems weird to me. See, but nobody knew that he killed her. They all thought it was Cotton. No, I know. But yeah. but the fact that that if, if we're assuming that Stu doesn't know... The motive? Oh, Why true. would the first why? person they yeah. kill some random lady? Obviously, it's it's Nev Campbell. It's it's his girlfriend's mom. But like, why would you kill her? Yeah, okay. Out of I everybody. So, I don't know. Uh, off topic real quick. Scream 3 does have the creepiest scene out of all. A scene that I literally will not watch. I fast forward it every time or skip it every time. It's when uh, Sydney falls asleep and she's dreaming and her mom comes to the window. <sighs> nope. That's Every time really creepy. It fucking it's nightmare fuel. Like one of my one of my fears is having a window, the blinds open, and someone walking up, and like it's kind of dark but not dark. I kind of see somebody, but I don't see somebody, and then they're at my window. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. really creepy. Every time I fast forward through that part, <laughs> every single time, I am not fucking with you. All right, so that was good. That was good. Um, okay, so I know you have something you want to you want to talk about. Yes. What do we got? Okay. So you're going to have to follow me here because I think you're going to think I'm I'm stretching here. Okay. Are we we're going down the wormhole? <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is coming from years and years of watching this movie. I've probably seen it over a hundred times, dissected it. And I have always had this theory that within the opening scene, okay. we are told who one of the killers is by name. Okay. So when... Uh, Steve is, you know, he's, we've talked about his face, mouth was covered sure. with tape, muffled yeah. voice. Um, when they, when Billy's on the phone and telling Casey to turn off the lights so they can. You're assuming it's Billy. Yeah. If he's okay. the one on the phone. Um, <laughs> and Steve is yelling through the tape over his mouth and it would sound like he's saying, no, Casey, no, no, Casey, okay. no, like don't turn off the lights. After watching it hundreds of times, <laughs> I hear Stu, Casey, Stu, Stu, no, Stu, Casey. I hear him saying Stu and not no because maybe he saw his face at some point or maybe he didn't even have the mask on when he 
you know, captured Steve, but I hear, I hear Stu instead of no. Okay. So I don't know. I would have to, I'd have to listen to it to see. I don't know. I've never actually thought about that. It just sounds uh, just inaudible to me. Yeah. Yeah, And I haven't researched to see if anyone else has thought that or if that's any other theory. That's just always been my theory. I like it. I, I have I have no idea. We'll uh, I'll have to I'll have to we'll 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 see what everybody thinks. You know yeah. um, I don't know. I, I've never I've never listened for it. I haven't read anything about it. You know when I was doing research about this movie, it's it's kind of all over the place. There's a ton of like lore mm-hmm. about this movie, but I didn't see that come up anywhere. Um, but that's an interesting theory. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and that's that's all you, huh? Yeah, that's all me. Okay. Have you have you ever discussed that with anybody? And they've they've no. confirmed or denied i haven't no? it's just always been every time i've watched you know after the first few years that's just for some reason what i've picked out okay yeah i've, I've never i'm interested now mm-hmm. okay interesting all right so at the end of the day whose movie do you think this is like who do you associate scream with so i, I wrote down uh three people well two people and a duo obviously mm-hmm. we can all figure out who the duo is so i have nev campbell uh, Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard, and then Ghostface. Mm-hmm. So who do you associate this movie with? My first answer was Sydney Nev Campbell. Okay. Um, and then after some thought, Ghostface, I put Ghostface, you know, Billy Stu, associating them as the same. Right. But yeah, I think Nev is who I wouldn't associate it with okay, so off he, the bat. So follow me. Okay. If you say Nev Campbell to somebody, who, what do they say? Do they say the girl from Scream or the girl from Party of Five? I think Scream. You think Scream now? Yeah. Okay. All right. If you say Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard, first of all, most people are going to be like, I don't know who the fuck those are. Mm -hmm. But if you say Skeet Ulrich and and Matthew Lillard and they do know who they are, what do you think they're going to associate those two with? Oh, Scream, Ghostface, for sure. Okay. And then if you say Ghostface, what are they going to associate that with? Scream. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I I try to look at these things. Yeah. for me, it would actually be reversed. It would be Ghostface would be first, Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich would be second, and Nev Campbell would be third. Because I think there's still a sub, uh, you know, a subset of people who would think she's the girl from Party of Five, mm-hmm. or yeah. even the girl from Craft. Yeah, I forgot. Or about that. now she's on House of Cards, or she yeah. was on House of Cards. Um, I guess there's people now that would see, they see Skeet Ulrich and they would be like, "Oh, he's the dad from Riverdale." Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm sad. I know that. Um, and then you'd say Matthew Lillard, and they'd say who? Who? Yeah. I mean, he's on Twin Peaks and he's mm-hmm. on that show that's on NBC, Good Girls, that I like, Nicolette oh, and I yeah. like. He's the, he's um, Christina Hendricks, Hendrickson, Hendricks, Hendrix. Christine Hendricks, uh, husband. Oh, and he's okay. really good on that show. He has not aged well. His no. face looks like it's melting. Yeah. He looks it's weird. Sorry. Odd. Yeah. But I, I mean, he's always Stu. Stu's yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last question. We ended every way this, we end every podcast this way. Um, is Scream underrated, overrated, or properly rated? I think it's properly rated. Why? I think that over the years it's gotten, the hype has stayed. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's died down. And I don't think, I've never heard anyone say it was horrible or they didn't like right. it to where it's overrated. Right. And I mean, me, I love it, but right. I don't think that, yeah, I don't think it's, underrated or okay. overrated i think it's proper this would be one of the movies that i for me personally it's properly rated but i think overall it might be underrated mm-hmm. because it's not on tv they don't play it like on you know you we were talking about on the, the hocus pocus podcast where hocus pocus mm-hmm. is on abc family freeform the whole month you know tnt plays horror movies amc plays horror movies all of these channels and networks will play horror movies pretty much through the the month of october i don't see scream ever on any of them that's true so I don't know when you think about like kind of the pantheon or the 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 list of great horror movies, I don't know that this people even really think about it that aren't our age, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know if a yeah. younger generation thinks. I I don't I don't know if they associate Scream like millennials if they associate Scream with like the MTV show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's why I think overall I think it might be underrated. For me, it's properly rated. Like, it's one of my earliest, you know, there's a handful, I could probably say five movies that I specifically remember, like, when I saw it, where I was, this is one of them. Mm-hmm. It's like this, Jurassic Park, Home Alone, there's like five, and, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. So, for me, underrated, or excuse me, for me, properly rated, but I think, kind of overall, it it's, might be underrated. 
Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can agree with that. Or maybe I'm just thinking about it too much. No, you're good. <laughs> you're All right. right. All right. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. This was fun. I know yes. you've never been on before and you're a little nervous, but you did great. You <laughs> did great. You. Thanks for being on and uh, for we'll do it again. Me. Yeah, All definitely. Right. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. It means a lot to me. If you could give us a like, rate, review, subscribe. That'd be awesome. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at The Morning Geekdom. We're available on Spotify, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Coming soon to iTunes. We'll see you next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.